Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. And I'm Shanae. And thank you for tuning in another week. I usually check what number we're on. I forgot to check. I don't care. I tell you every time you don't need to. <laughs> I'll figure it out before the end of the show. So how was your weekend? Um, I actually wasn't feeling well all weekend, so mm-hmm. I really didn't have like a fun weekend. I was actually more active this weekend than I usually am. Like, I'm usually just in the house, but I went out to eat and for drinks on Friday. And the drinks was, like, special because I haven't had a drink since Labor Day. I was to say, I thought you weren't. I know, but I got over it. I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to drink. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started drinking again this weekend. <laughs> um, I mean, I lasted two months. But no, three, because it's been since later yet. Three months, I think that's good. Um, then it's all in moderation anyway. That's it's not true. like when we when you were drinking on the regular, you was I like wasn't. drinking all the time. No, anyway. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, and then Saturday, I went to DC for brunch. I ended up staying in DC till like eleven, and then came back here and went to a bar with my friend. And then. Yeah, Sunday I just binge watch Shameless because I'm catching up on this season since it's about to be over. So that's pretty much my weekend. So you were indeed active. Yeah. I did volunteer on Sunday. Okay, how was that? It's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The homeless community is one initiative that speaks to me the most, I guess. Pulls mm-hmm. at my heart the most. So. Yeah. Um, I always enjoy volunteering. I kind of fell off, but I wanted to get back on. Yeah. Especially because I feel like God is moving in my life. I certainly have a lot to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I just think it doesn't take too much out of your time. That's so it was good. And the, the residents are so nice and so appreciative yeah. of having help and having people come serve them. Especially in the wintertime because it's exactly. starting to get cold. And they actually do other initiatives. I'm actually like... And Sydney will see that little bag of toiletries they do mm. toiletry kits. Okay. So I'm actually going to get some of those together. I just feel like any way you can give, yeah. I think, is important. And I know, especially as we're younger, we always don't have the money. Mm-hmm. But we do have the time. Yeah. So I feel like... That's sorry, it's my bracelets. <laughs> so I feel like, at minimum, every now and then, you should do something for somebody other than yourself. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And like you said, it may not always be money. It could be time. Like, it could be a bunch of different things. It could be if you're, like, a freelancer and you're able to giving your services away for free for a short period of time or something like that. I think giving back is important. But um, I also, I forgot about this. I went to um, the library downtown. Once a year, they have this thing where, like, you bring your own bag or box. And however many books you could put in it, the box is a dollar. So, me and my mom just went and got, like, 20 books for a dollar. Mm. Yeah, that was, it was, like, it was a bunch of people in there. One lady was, like, rolling out, like, three boxes of books. I mean, that's worth it if it's a dollar a box. Yeah, and I was, like, because they had kids' books, too. I was, like, this is even good to, you know, if you want to just give it away to somebody for Christmas, you can literally get a whole box for a dollar, so why not? But it was, we left, like, 15 minutes before it ended, and it was a surprising amount of books still left, so... Well, I'm going to speak for the digital readers. Yeah. I have my Kindle. I love it. That is where I have like 80 books stored. Mm -hmm. I do understand the love of a physical book. Yeah, I love turning the pages um, and just smelling the book. For a good portion of us who don't mind reading it off of a tablet, Mm -hmm. you know, there's still some readers out there. So maybe that's really it. Because like, Mm -hmm. I halfway wouldn't even know where to put all them books (laughs) because I just... I have, like, a bookshelf, and I keep it organized by, like, I have a shelf of books I have yet to read, and then books that I've read on the other shelf, I keep it organized like that. So, like, I always go back and read an old book, but I have all of the ones that I haven't read on its own shelf. Right. I have 80 books in the palm of my hand at any time. At any time, I can read a book, stop a book, go to another book. Reread a book. I wonder if, like, people are more likely to interrupt you while reading if you're on a tablet as opposed to having a physical book. No, because I feel like if you're concentrating, 
I don't, I mean, I never get interrupted, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you're intensely staring at it, mm-hmm. and you're not, like, moving your fingers like you're texting, I mm-hmm. think people can tell you're, like, reading something. Mm, yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, people have the Kindle app on their phone. It's too little for me, but. Yeah. See, the, I do use it on my phone only when, like, I order a book from Amazon, and they'll let you, like, preview the first two chapters. So if I want to, like, start reading it. Like, right away, I'll read the first two chapters on my phone oh, until the book little. comes in the mail. Say my eyes would be hurting. I can't. I don't. I just don't feel like carrying my tablet to work. <laughs> it's too much. You have 80 books, though. I mean, I have a bunch of books, too. I do. I have I have 80 books. But in one, one ah, thing. Nah. That's my only point. It's nah. 80 books in one thing. So when you're walking around... You're walking around with 80 different books, mm. magazines. I'm only reading one at a whatever. time anyways. But you may want to switch it up. Oh, no. I don't I don't, I, don't. I, I don't like going back and forth in between books. I just like staying like Or you go on vacation. The... Instead of packing, that's room for other stuff. Right here. Nah. Digital reader. Nah. <laughs> Moving on. So what's your media coverage for the week? Um, so... We could start off with the Dakota Access Pipeline. Yes, amen. Um, has been denied. They're going to kind of go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. to look for alternative routes. Yes. So I just feel like that's a really big win mm-hmm. for um, the Standing Rock tribe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a big win just for, I like to call the little people. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel like, we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. We're all like, it doesn't Protest matter. Protest doesn't work. But this is a prime example of when it's strategic and there's a focus. And when you, you can stick to it. get things done. Yeah. So I feel like, we, you know, we'll see where it goes. But I feel like this is a win. Yeah. To be acknowledged. Yeah, to say, definitely. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be in the history books. I know for sure. So, um, so shout out to A-Rod supporting that. Then we'll... I think that's my only, like, newsy news. Everything else... Okay, so we'll go here. So, about a couple days ago, Joe McKnight, the football player, mm-hmm. was killed yeah. via road rage. Yep. Um, and the guy was released and no f- charges are filed. So, obviously, people are not happy. Um, definitely becoming a racial issue. Um, just to go back, I think last year sometime, another football player... Smith. He... Was killed. Yep. And the guy was instantly charged. But the guy who killed him was African American. Mm-hmm. So people are just pointing out, same town, you know, same city, same type of incident mm-hmm. where it's an accident and someone, you know, shot the other person. And the black guy immediately got charged. Mm-hmm. The white guy, nothing. And I, and I will say, that is weird. He admitted to doing it. And that's what... That's what he really returned. Me. He had the gun, like and handed it like, over. Like that's what drives so me. So that to me to say that is not racial. Then it's if it's not racial, then you guys are terrible cops. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you're gonna, because the you know the sergeant's like you know this is not a race issue. If it's not, then you guys are terrible cops. Right. Because he did it. He admitted it. Gave you the gun. Gave, gave you, you the, the evidence. You had some witnesses and. Joe Joe McKnight is dead, and right. you could do the autopsy and see he was shot from that firearm. That is enough to get you charged. I mean, Should people get be. charged for shooting and not harming. How about for shooting in the air? People get charged. People get charged in jail. So you know, if it's not a racial thing, then it's terrible, poor policing. And I've always in these situations, I'll always go back to the fact that I don't believe there are more checks and balances with police. I don't. Um, and, and, this and it's is, that wall of silence. That's what I'm saying. And you want to bring in race or not, even if race wasn't an issue, there still needs to be harsher checks and balances mm-hmm. for cops. Yep. Period. Yeah. And that's just my thought. Um, so, Mall of America hired a black Santa. Yes. So I was Amen. like, first of all, he looks like, a, he's a great looking Santa. Yeah, like, is. I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> so, like he deserved that job. Right. So, like, he really looks it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at pictures. Like, he looks joyous. Like, yeah. this whole Santa vibe. Obviously, there are a group of people. My child <clears throat> can't sit on his lap. Who don't like the fact uh. that he's black. So, 
you know, I was reading comments, then reading articles, mm-hmm. and the one thing I think all articles can realize, you're literally fighting over a fictional character. Right. We this, all know this man is like, fake. Like, this is where your priorities lie. Like, leaving comments. I can't believe, we all know Santa's white. Santa isn't real. <laughs> okay? And when your kid is, like, maybe a year from now, couple months from now, he'll find out. And if you're like, if your kid is like me, I call my mother a liar. But, you know what I mean? Like, like you can't even have your fictional characters be black. That's what I'm saying. But you're not racist. Are you, like... But it's just a fact. He's not real. There is no fact. <laughs> it's all fiction. So then, they were getting into... I read an interesting article getting into, like... What are they called? Folklore. Getting to the folklore and like mm-hmm. where the story began. Yeah. And when you get into the location, they're like Saint Nicholas. That you know that story. He was a man of color. Right. Because it, they mentioned some area in like Turkey. And then I was reading another article that was saying the Santa that we envision today is a combination of many different oh, folklore yeah. stories. Yep. So when he was breaking down each like element from each story. Mm-hmm. Every story, though, was a man of color. So all I'm going to say is... Shut up, people. Be quiet. And two, it's not real anyway, and maybe you should focus on not lying to your children. First of all, you should focus on not lying to your children. Second of all, really real. you can teach your children not to be racist like you. Well, obviously, if, that's, if, <laughs> if their issue... And that's another thing. It's one mall in one, one Santa city, in one state... And 50... How many states is it? That's really awful. 50, 50. states. <laughs> I thought it was 51. No. It's 50? Yes. Jesus Christ. It's 50 states and two t- um, territories. It's seriously not 51. Oh, my God. Shanae. Y'all can judge me if you want. I have a degree. <laughs> I have a full-time job. Whatever. You can say what you want to say. Which state did you think was the 51st state? I don't know. I can't name all the 50 right now anyway. <laughs> we got to we gotta relearn that, that song. song. That's what I was saying. We got to go back to like, that song. Da, da, Connecticut. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go back. I thought it was 51. Jesus. Maybe I thought a territory was one. No, Puerto Rico. That That's not a technically a state. That's what I was counting. That's why I asked you which one you was counting. Puerto Rico. So that's not a state? No, it's a territory. Y'all can judge me if y'all want. <laughs> that's not my career. I didn't have to focus on that. Anyway, the, the point of the matter is it's foolish out of this thousands of Santas this holiday season mm-hmm. and to truly focus on one it's just it's just ridiculous it's right. a fictional character and when we get into the meaning of the holiday and I'm going to even take it to the biblical the real reason for mm-hmm. the season God wouldn't want y'all acting like this that's all I'm saying he don't like ugly I, and like my thing is like you said that's one Santa and one mall so if you want to continue to be racist just go to a different mall go to mall. another mall it's, there's more malls in that freaking city right but like if anything I'm I'm very glad that they didn't like switch him out for a no. different Santa and they made their statement we want yeah. diversity period so I'm hoping next year it's Hispanic the next year it's <laughs> Asian I hope every I just want Native American absolutely all of them absolutely <laughs> let's just keep pissing them off <laughs> Go to another mall. We gonna have a black Easter bunny. <laughs> they would really have a fit about that, though. They would. Oh, like in the mall? Yes. Like if the Easter bunny was brown? Or black, yeah. I've seen brown bunnies, though, so no. I've never seen a brown I've bunny. I've seen a brown bunny in the mall. Okay. And, and maybe... I've only seen white bunnies. I've seen, not black, but I've seen brown mm-hmm. Easter bunnies. Hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> but I also think not as many people celebrate Easter like that. Because I feel like a lot true. of people who don't, aren't religious celebrate Still celebrate Christmas. Christmas. So, that's true. That's so I true. think that's part of it. Anyway, yeah. moving on. So, we got to give an update on Kanye. Yes. He is home. Yes. But the story is saying... He's not home home. Right. He's living separately, receiving outpatient care. They're unaware of how long that will go on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that he hasn't really been around the children. And see. And that 
Kim had concerns. And right. so my thought was, I can understand why she may have concerns, depending on how he was acting mm-hmm. in the hotel. Not necessarily for Saint, but maybe for North. She's older and more aware. Mm-hmm. So if he flipped out, maybe could scare. I don't know. But I also think it could help him. That's what I was going to say. Recover. I think, if anything, seeing him, his children would make would help him get better or make him happy at least because I mean being separated for your from your family for an extended period of time like it, that sucks already so like at least bringing them to visit once a week like gosh it can't hurt but. I get both sides but I feel like we ain't there that's her judgment call right that's her and judgment. maybe his because maybe he'll ask or maybe he'll say you know, I need to feel better before I... You know what I mean? I yeah, don't know. The thing is, we don't know. And his dad came to see him. I feel like I ain't heard about his dad since his mom passed away. So we don't we don't know, but still prayers out to Kanye. Yep. Just take this holiday. Just take the year. Take as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. And get yourself steady. And drop yep. that fire album next year. So. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> so speaking of Kanye... You know, J. Cole released new music. I haven't heard. I watched all of it. the um documentary last week. And in the one song, False Prophets, mm-hmm. everyone's like, Oh, he's talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. They were comparing it to when Drake dissed Kid Cuddy, which I think is different. Yeah. I feel like does it seem like he's talking about Kanye? If you if you listen and read it, yeah, you can say that. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't take it as shade. I took it as him expressing his disappointment in someone he admired. And I think... I didn't think it was necessarily, I, like, jabbing him. I think what I heard from him was his kind of disdain for the rap, hip-hop industry as a whole and how people aren't going in the direction that he would hope that they would go. And so I think it's kind of... He was trying to address it in a broader way, and I think people took it more, like, personal. Because I didn't even see it as, like, a diss. I saw it That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like, a diss to me. It was him, like, expressing maybe disappointment. Because even... In someone he liked, or in rappers he's liked, right. that has, like, turned left. Because even Wale, he did a response that people are calling a diss. And I didn't even consider that a diss, because he said in it that he loved him. Like, it And was... they were hanging out the next day. So that was a great publicity <laughs> thing, anyway. So, once again, I, I think it's stop a... assuming, because right. you see in that situation, no beef. And I think it's a perfect example of you can still be friends with someone and criticize what they do because it's coming from a place of love. And they sh- they know that. And some people will say that him being honest and, you know, saying this is like real hip-hop, mm-hmm. like really just talking, really just saying how they feel and not right. always like it's a beef or they're trying to fight or right. they're trying to get violent. Like it is what it is. And some rappers have changed through the years. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if it was by choice or by influence or by whatever. We don't know nothing. And that's sometimes when people be like, oh, this rapper said this, but in this song 10 years ago, they said that. But I'm like, they're people too. They evolve. They I don't change. feel the same way about a bunch of stuff that I felt 10 years ago. So, so And it could be a choice. Like Maybe that's how they like themselves now. I, we yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, music is music. Speaking of my last story, and I thought this was funny. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't laugh, but Jeremiah was kicked off of um, Parties Next Door tour. Oh, Lord. For what? Well, I guess he's beefing with Party Next Door. Oh, Lord. You don't beef with the person who tore you on. Come on. You gotta get I know, this like, money. You're like one of the opening acts. Anyway, You gotta so, get this money. He was like ranting in the show. Oh, Lord. Talking about how like they're like trying to ruin him and they put pepper pepper gas or something in her fog so it would mess up his no. voice and he was saying if they put a hands on me you know like just very weird then fans were saying that he was sending like um like not like a stunt double but like he wasn't actually at the show they were saying oh, it was kind of like a performance double like it wasn't really jeremiah i don't know what is going on he's not even that big and that's why i that. thought it was funny because i'm like you're ranting you're supposedly not showing up for shows and while i do like your music let's be clear you're not like usher you're not party next door in this situation <laughs> be happy you have a gig well, I, I was thinking, I don't, know. I don't even think him seeing, sending a body double is realistic because he's not big enough to have somebody to do that. Like, you can go to your show, sir. I know, but if he did, I mean, you pay somebody, you pay somebody. So that's yeah. why I was like, 
it's possible, but I feel like, what else do you have to do? <laughs> like, make your money, sing your song, whatever. So that's all for the topics today. For the media coverage. That's today. all I want to talk about. Okay. Well, tonight we're going to kind of have a non-traditional show. Usually we have like one topic. Oh, wait. Pause. What? Insecure. What about it? It ended. We haven't talked about it because we kind of did the show off schedule. Oh, finale. Yes. So the finale, and I keep saying I'm not going to talk about it no more and I somehow end up talking about it. It like caused craziness in the black community and it's like... Everybody that didn't watch it before, they was, like, watching it all last week because everybody's reaction from the finale. Right. So, it was, like, you know, people was talking about Lawrence High. And, like, it was, like, I it was, like, I know I can count at least ten articles that people wrote about the finale and people wrote from Issa's perspective and from Lawrence's perspective and all that. And I feel like... Molly kind of got lost in the sauce because what happened with Lawrence and Issa was so much bigger. But everybody was for sure and is still talking about it. And, like, I know a bunch of guys that hadn't watched it, like, throughout the season, like, are watching it now. Because they like, I got to figure out what everybody's talking about so I can be on the Lawrence Hive. Like, that's what the guys are pretty much saying. But it was, uh, inter- did you think it was going in like that? Well, I knew, I knew she wasn't going to tell him. Yeah, same. So I figured he would find out another way. Um, I can't say, I can't say I was that surprised because it's like, even with, I call her the best buy chick, even Tasha, though she didn't yeah. work. Even though I didn't know how that was going to happen, I knew something was going to happen between them, the two. That's so true. at first I thought he was going to cheat too, mm-hmm. but that didn't pan out, but I knew it wasn't over we'll put it that way well i was very surprised because after when he called her i thought well first of all i don't think she should have came home early no but i thought when he called her she would come home they would talk and like the season would end on a happy-go-lucky note why would i think that ever whatever but um i feel like he got in that apartment after calling her and he was like i can't do this i gotta go and he just came from the strip club, so he was ready to go, and he called up Tasha. And that scene, like, it's hard to believe that that was fake. Because it looked so real. Like, I was like, I had to pause, like, wait, because it was like, I had the TV up. I'm like, whoa, wait, 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 pause, this flag on the play, what is going on here? Because that scene just looked so real. I think... I mean, that was a good scene. Obviously, he had a sock on. Well, yeah, but it just looked. she had the whatever. They're acting, Sydney. I know, but they did the amazing job. Like, they were shooting from the right angle. Is it really that hard to look like you're having sex? To look like, yes. To look like they look, to me it is, yes. I don't think so. I feel like. She did her mom, uh, all that. (laughs) He pounded, boom, 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 boom. I don't think it was like, like, I don't. Like, no. it was a sex scene. It was intense to me. I didn't think it was intense. You know what I thought? I thought that's what men do. Oh. You want to talk about when women... So I think, And that's why I think men are weaker than women. I feel like when men are hurt, mm-hmm. they go so over and beyond mm-hmm. because they're hurt. Do you know what I mean? Whereas a, I feel like ladies, you know, will cry, will cuss... A few crazy ones might do something like that or Kia's car. You know, we can't, I can't speak for the extreme cases. Right. But I feel like guys go totally, like, off the rails when they're hurt. And so it's annoying because I just felt like, whatever. And here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm on her side because she shouldn't have cheated. Right, that's why, yeah. But I just felt like, oh, here we go. Like, mm. Do you think they'll end up back together? Their story isn't over. Mm. I don't know if ultimately they'll be back together, but it's season one, clearly. This, just for the sake of the show, yeah. he's not off the show. Well, yeah. We're, we're, you know, but I do think, they will mingle again. I do think they'll get back together. It just hurt. But the one article I read just talking about how, like, Let's be clear, you know, she's wrong, but he was trash. I totally agree with. It was just an article saying, like, she shouldn't have cheated, but mm-hmm. let's not act like Lawrence was doing that. I mean, he was unemployed for years, forgot mm-hmm. her birthday, completely out of it, effort and all. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
you know, she cheated and that was wrong. And I do think that was wrong. She shouldn't have gone there. But I mean, let's be clear. He wasn't like just popping, popping the whole time. Right. I feel like, I feel like they were both wrong, but, and this may seem weird, but I feel like her cheating, well, no, I can't even say, I was going to say her cheating was for a moment, but no, because it was some texts and stuff that led up to her cheating. I think their problem is just poor communication. Agreed. She was feeling a lot of things and wasn't saying anything. Mm -hmm. He was feeling some things and wasn't saying anything. Yep. And it just got to a place where they stopped talking. They started talking to other people. And she just messed up first. They started, right, exactly. (laughs) They started just not communicating. And I feel like if we all watch that, the lesson we can all learn is that communication is key right from the beginning because it was a build-up. Yeah. She was frustrated for a long time. And they brought out her issues with herself. Exactly. So then she was distracted by Daniel. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, I just feel like it was poor communication. It did break my heart. I was definitely sad. Me too. It was hard to watch because it was like, oh, I bet that hurts. Yeah, yeah. And so I I feel like... I th- I do think they'll get back together, but I hope it's not like first or second episode. I need them to both take their time to themselves. He probably going to try to go on a couple of dates with Tasha, but I want Issa to like fix herself a little bit and Molly definitely need to work on herself. So I hope that they like go through that um next season. I'm just like I don't feel like waiting a year, but I guess we gotta wait a year to find out more. I'm yeah. probably gonna like rewatch it right before it comes back. And I will hope that it's more than eight episodes. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how far they extend it, but HBO usually doesn't do that many. I feel like I've never seen HBO show do more than 13. No, because with Sex in the City, they did like 24. No, it was 18. I looked it up. 18, mm-hmm. still, that's not. Yeah. That's more than 13. <laughs> I, yeah, it is, but so. I say with most of them, yeah. So, on average. But, so, we'll see in a year. So, back to what I was saying before we started talking about Insecure. Um, This episode is going to be kind of non-traditional. We don't have, like, one topic for the whole rest of the time. We have a couple... Yeah, we have a couple of topics that um, we're going to cover. So, the first one was... And did you just randomly think of these? Kind of. our showmaster today. <laughs> so, the first question was, how long do you think intercourse should last? I feel like that's, like, that's dependent on the person. So. Because it, it, like, depends how long does it take. Well, first of all, for ladies, mm-hmm. it usually takes us longer to get off with someone. Like, right. with ourselves, usually... For girls who, you know, zap yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I say zap, That I'm means thinking, masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own language right. for something. So when you zap, it usually, for most ladies, it don't take long. When right. they do it themselves or when they're with someone else, it takes longer. Right. Um, I I think it doesn't matter as long as you, you come, frankly. So for me, zapping is like the opposite. It takes longer if I do it by myself. Really? Yeah. And that's pretty much why I don't do it. Because I feel like it's pointless. But that's just me. Well, that's, I mean, that's definitely not average. I mean, I, I actually looked this up. The average woman can get herself off in like five to six minutes. Oh, yeah, no. By herself. And it takes like double that with a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so this came up because I was talking to someone that she like cut him off because he came too fast. <laughs> like and she was like she tried twice and it was just like nope can't do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think if you get your get your rocket off, it doesn't matter how long. If it's, both of you, if both of you, right. but I guess if there's an instance where like he comes too quick, every like there's no way to. First of all, girl, maybe you just you just pop. It that's what I right said. I said, girl, congratulations, you got the you golden. Just, you just hot girl. You just can't get tan somewhere inside that thing. I don't know. I actually don't know. But um, I don't. I I, I don't know. That's I don't know. Would you cut someone off if they consistently came to that? First of all, for me, because you know I don't do casual sex, so yeah. we would have had to have been dating for a long time, so right. I would have had to have feelings for him. Right. So I would probably put in more effort than twice and say no. I probably would. Put in more effort, like maybe we need to do more foreplay. Like mm-hmm. you gotta really get me going before you, 
before you start type right. of thing. So I how would, do you start that conversation? Well, the one thing is this. The one way you can really start the conversation is don't fake it. Yeah. We don't, we always fake it. Yeah. That's true. Most of the time, guys, she's not orgasming, <laughs> just so you know. She just tired. <laughs> I'm serious. Most of the time, women aren't orgasming. orgasming. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing a little, oh, oh, yeah, that, you know, all that other crap y'all like to hear. <laughs> and then when you go, oh, like an idiot, over your thing is, I feel like you have a, they have a face, they have a, like, you know. Yeah. Your guy has his thing. Yeah. And you know when they have finished. Right, right, right. And then it's done. Right. And you're like, well, that was all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So one way you can start is be quiet. So <laughs> That's an awkward way to start. I was about to say, because then it's just awkward. And it's just like, like, oh, you finished? Okay. And you just like sitting there just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean... Anytime you have a conversation about sex where it can involve, I'm going to say, maybe criticism or you're needing more of something, it's always going to be awkward. Yeah. Because people are sensitive about their sex game, as they should be. You know, that's a part of you. I understand. Right. It's a personal thing. Right. Um, but I feel like either you have to outsmart, outsmart, outsmart <laughs> your partner and maybe just encourage other things without mm-hmm. saying it. Like, instead of saying, you... You finish too quickly. Oh, let's do this. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. That's true. You could try that. But I feel like if none of that works, mm-hmm. you have to just be like, look, I'm not finishing. <laughs> I want to. And you're making me miserable. <laughs> I would really like to finish. <laughs> and if the guy gives a crap about you and for his own ego, he would want you to finish too. Right. That's so I true. don't know. Hmm. I feel like those conversations happen best, like, right after, because you're both vulnerable. They call it pillow talk. Yes, pillow talk, because you're both vulnerable. So, I guess you could be like, oh, next time we could do this. Or, you know, if you're going for a second round, then that's how you can kind of work your way into it. But... I don't know if I would... I don't think I would cut someone off for... I think I would try. Yeah. But then it's like, how important is sex to you? Is this and just this, a sex relationship? And how much do you how care much, about the like, person you know already? I mean? it, because if you're like way invested, then I'm sure then yeah, you'll you work harder. You want to work with them even more. Yeah, because you care about them at that point. But so it, I feel like it depends on like the what you want of out of it. Yeah, because if you're just trying to have an F buddy, then your mind as well cut them off. Cause because I feel like this, you got to think. Most people, if they're bad and bad, I highly doubt they know they're quote-unquote, bad and bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And another thing, just because you've had a lot of partners don't mean you're good and bad either. Sometimes that means you're that not could because mean you... maybe you're not good because you can't keep nobody around, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I was thinking So the thinking point it. is, you know, and that's the other thing, what people like mm-hmm. changes from person. So he could have been with a female. And let's and just amazing. say she was satisfied mm-hmm. or maybe she was like you and never said anything. Right. So he just doing what he know because he believes you're enjoying it. You're right. moaning. You're <laughs> acting like it. You know? Right. Yeah. That's so true. I just think you gotta communicate. Right. And softly. Right. Not like, oh, you come too quickly. Stop. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. You have to like find a more, you have to ease his ego a little bit. Right. And figure out, make it happen. Would you ever, like, go to, like, a sex therapist? I feel like that's, like, marriage type stuff. Well, yeah. If you were, like, married. If you were, like, long-term, (laughs) long-term. Right. Then I would be, if we truly could not fix it ourselves, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, I would be, I don't. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But, like, we were dating, nah, like, it's not that deep for me. Because, like, you know how people be like, oh, you gotta, what is it? Try the milk before you buy the cow. Something like that. Not always. But, yeah, I don't agree with that. And so, you know, sometimes you may not be comfortable right away. So, I, I wonder what those people do. And so, I, I mean, I guess most of them do or may not go to a sex therapist, but handle it in whatever way they can and may end up at a sex therapist. There's nothing wrong with it. If it yeah. don't help y'all, it don't help y'all. And, two, it ain't nobody's business. Right. Don't nobody know you're doing it. <clears throat> That's true. You got to make it happen. Some kind of way. All right, so our next kind of um, semi-topic is 
if you have so but this is like you're not in a relationship right so if you had sex with someone three times does that immediately mean that you're talking does someone but you know someone who believes that <laughs> yes is it a girl or a guy a guy oh i'm surprised by that I, <laughs> that seemed like a female type thought it was a guy well he being foolish <laughs> i hope he listening <laughs> sir that don't mean jack skippy <laughs> That just means y'all had sex three times. And that's what I said. I said that just means that you effing like, unless y'all had a conversation that y'all are talking. That don't mean that. that you don't skippy. automatically fall into that category. So, don't. I didn't know if a bunch of people thought this way. Because, you know, I, I told Shanae last week I learned something new that was girl code that apparently I never knew. And honestly, that's human code. We can talk about that later, too. I never knew. Yeah, we'll come back around to it. Um, so I was just wondering if the having sex three times, if that meant talking for everybody, and I just didn't no, know. No, I'm 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 sorry to say I think he would be in the minority, and that's no shade because mm-hmm. I just feel like with so many people not wanting to commit, i.e., like the situationships and stuff like that, yeah, and and having sex more quickly, sex means nothing to some people. It's yeah. literally a hole. It's literally a penis, and just because y'all had sex three times. And had pizza afterwards. Don't mean. <laughs> pizza. Oh my god. What? It's just ironic that you said that. I'll tell you later. You have pizza afterwards? I said I will tell you later. Oh. I tell you, I'm like a psychic. That I mean, was I so something. creepy. Oh my god. He's gonna think that I like told you the whole story. Sir, I know nothing. I mean, to be clear, I have no idea who this you are. This is the are. first time she's hearing this. I, 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 really, it. I have no idea who you are. And and the pizza comment came straight off the dome. It did. I, 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 That's I, you can tell because I was so shocked. I, I don't know who you are, sir. But just because you we do keeping an anim what's the word anonymity whatever you I can't I feel like a Nemo. We keeping you anonymous. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that was easy. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not talking. <laughs> Next. Right, until you actually had the conversation that you guys are talking. You don't assume. Agreed, agreed. So, our last semi-topic is not about sex at all. We kind of just wanted to round it up with, because I know some people were asking me, I don't know if they've been asking you, how I balance everything, because I feel like I do have a lot going on. So, I just wanted to talk about how we kind of do self-care and how we go about balancing everything and making sure that our podcast and our blog and everything like that goes well every week. So what are some of the things that you do like maybe every day or every week to make sure that you're staying on track with everything that you have going on? That was very random. That was like I a know. complete I said it was complete shit. like not about sex anymore. That's fine. Random conversations. <laughs> um well first of all I have a planner. Mm-hmm. And my planner is, like, amazing. It costs $30. Well, it better be amazing. Shoot. I got it from Michaels.com. Actually, it's going to be on Good Girls Behavior Valley's favorite things for the holidays. Yeah, I was about to say, newsflash coming up soon. That'll be this week, <laughs> where instead of Lena overdo her favorite things, we're going to do our own version. Yeah. And that planner is on there. Yes. It's amazing. It's so thorough and detailed. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And I keep everything on my calendar. Okay. I used to laugh at people, but... Mm-hmm. I literally forget because yes. I have so much going on. Right. So one, I put everything on my calendar, even mm-hmm. small things. Like if I set to do laundry on Tuesday, I write it down. Because sometimes if you get home from work and you're tired, you're not thinking about it. Yep. And you don't chill and then the laundry pop. You know what I mean? Just small yeah. ways. So I think the planner and what I'm learning to do, honestly I'm going through the process now, is I put my self-development first, mm-hmm. which I wasn't doing that before. I did it like, oh, let me randomly do this. Now it's more strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you still in class? I actually just finished. Okay. I knew it, was, it should be coming to an end recently. And uh, I need to study for my final. Anyway, <laughs> but, and this is related to a book I read, which is also on the list, <laughs> The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, an amazing book, especially if you're feeling ruddish, because I was feeling in a rut mm-hmm. when you know and it was someone was like oh read this i think it will be helpful and it just talks about it's simply stating what is self-development mm-hmm. 
what it means to really take care of yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we automatically instantly go to physical and working out. Right. And But that's not the only way. And that's, that's true. And while that is a way you need to handle and being active, there are other keys to 100% like round robin development. Right. So I suggest everyone reading it. It's not a long book. It's mm-hmm. very, it's easily stated. It's not like, words you don't understand right but it talks it breaks it down about that so now i have like a schedule mm-hmm. so every day i take time of the day and i go through my routine and i'm i practice meditation i i'm reading i'm journaling but that's just me you have to do what works for you yeah but those are certain ways i stay like i guess balanced yeah and getting your sleep that's another thing i get yeah. my rest that's true so what i do is on like i'll start at sunday on sundays um, I eat overnight oats for breakfast. I don't know if y'all know what those are, but um, it's like you put oatmeal and almond milk and fruit and some other stuff in the refrigerator and you let it sit overnight um, so that it's like already ready basically in the morning. So I make overnight oats for the whole week on Sunday um, and I'll like make whatever I'm going to eat for lunch for the whole week on Sunday. So that's like two things that I've taken out of my day during the week that I don't have to worry about preparing or anything like that. So I do that every Sunday. So then on Monday, I get up at 5 um, so that I can have time to, like, eat my breakfast and not be rushing. And then I go to the gym, come home, you know, change and everything. But because I also, I freelance as a social media manager, I have, like, alarms in my phone for when I want to post for different clients. So, I get to work, actually, about 20 minutes early on purpose every day so that I can post for my personal clients before I have to go to work. Um, And so, that's been the best way for me to, like, not forget to post for my clients and make sure that I'm consistently posting for them at the same time every day. Um, I used to meditate in the morning. I kind of fell off. I need to get back to it. But um, I really did feel like when I did meditate in the morning it kind of made me calmer when I started my day instead of being like running around rushing trying to get ready make sure I'm not late because I used I feel like I used to just be like always on the brink of being late and now I'm just like always early whereas I'm sitting in my car before I have to go to work and like I'm just like over prepared so I don't have a planner but I do keep everything in my phone I have an alarm for all of my clients. I add, I even add, like, if I'm supposed to be hanging out with a person on a certain day, I put it in my calendar because I want to make sure I don't, like, tell multiple people that I can hang out with them that day. Absolutely. <laughs> when I use my calendar, it's for social, too. It's not yeah. just for work. Like, y'all know I do events, but I use my planner for my personal life. I actually even track financial stuff in my planner because mm. I like to track how much I'm spending right. outside of my set budget. Mm-hmm. Just, like, on the fly. And mm-hmm. I put that in there. Yeah. Like, everything is in there. So, right. it's like when people are like, oh, you want to hang out? I literally check like, my calendar This first. weekend I can't, but on this and day, I'm next like, week. Oh, I can't do the ninth, but I can do the 10th. Right. Or, no, I'm booked this week. What about next week? Yep, yep. Because that's a, and this is just a, a friend tip, life tip. Stop overbooking yourself. Yes. It's super annoying. It is. You can't do everything all the time. You got to tell somebody no mm-hmm. and reschedule. Like, you like, oh, I can come. Just come real late. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth it. Right. Like, I feel seriously. like I used to do that all the time. But I know I used to do it because I felt like my plans always got canceled. So I would, like, have you backup. backup plans? Mm-hmm. I sure did. But then, like, when my plan stopped getting canceled, then I always had to let one person down, and it got so to be, like, like, a hassle. Right, don't So now, I just make one plan. If it falls through, then I'll just hit somebody up last minute and be like, oh, do you want to do this? If they can't, fine. I'll just chill at home. Like, now I'm not afraid to chill at home by myself, read a book, watch TV, whatever. I don't mind having that time to myself because I am always running around doing something. So, um... Now I just, I don't double book anything. I schedule it. If I do have something that's, like, not in my control, like, a couple weeks ago, I had, like, a lunch for my dad, a baby shower, and then something else. So that was booked on top of each other, but, like, I scheduled what time I was leaving each thing. So it was, like, I still went to everything. I still spent at least half of the time um, of the event there and went to the next one. So, like, I schedule everything down to a T. And then, like, during lunch, 
I even schedule like how much time I'm a lot I allow myself to be on the phone. So like I have an hour lunch, and if I want to be on my phone, I only am on my phone for thirty minutes. And then what do you mean, like just texting or yeah, just texting, talking to friends, catching up on anything that happened during the day. And but then, you be on group me. Yeah, I do be on. So group what does it matter? But that counts, like catching up on groups. Okay. I can only do all of that for 30 minutes. And then the other 30 minutes, I make sure that I'm reading because I'm in a book club, which I've told y'all before. Um, And I want to make sure that I don't fall too far behind. So, like, that's my way of scheduling everything. And, like, it works out because usually we record the show on Sunday at Sinead's house. And the grocery store I go to is right up the street from her. So, like... That's how I get my week started every week. Because oh, I, <laughs> I go to the grocery store so late. No, you like super scheduled. Oh, I yeah. I was like, girl, <laughs> schedule my lunchtime. Good Lord. Yes, I eat the same time every day. And like, no. when I don't eat at my lunchtime, because I might you have. don't what? When I don't. Like <laughs> when I don't eat at my regular lunch time because I have a meeting or something, my coworkers will notice. They'll be like, "Oh, you're eating early today. Oh, What's going on?" Early. Or, "Oh, you eating real late?" Like they know that, like, because I go to lunch when I'm the only person in the kitchen. So they know when I'm not at lunch at my oh, for me, time. be like, oh, you cranky. You probably need lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because <laughs> one time I ate lunch at like noon and my boss saw me. He was like, are you hungry? I was like, yeah, I was like starving today. What time do you eat lunch? Is it two. That's a late lunch. But like, so I do breakfast and then like I have a snack. So like. I'm I I pretty much eat every two to three hours, but it's like a bunch of small meals throughout the day. So lunch is still like something small, <laughs> but I have my whole hour for lunch. That's, your schedule's like I have a headache. <laughs> but I think it's important to like. I feel like when we're in our twenties, like people feel like. Oh, this is your time to relax and be free. We do not relax. No, it, but I I think it's but a good thing. But don't you think thing. we should relax a little bit more sometimes? I do, I do. Because I feel like, like we are always, yeah, doing so, and not and to be clear, like we have socialized. Yeah, I'm trying to get more of one because I really don't be liking people. But <laughs> like, I feel like we put sometimes unrealistic expectations. On what we're supposed to be doing. I would so definitely I like agree with that. Scheduling stuff all the time. Like yeah. we're 40. Yeah. I agree with that. But like. So I was reading. I told y'all. I think last week. I'm reading. I just finished a book. I already started a new book. But I just finished a book called The Defining Decade. And it kind of talked about how. Like we're taught. Oh you don't need to have a timeline. 20s is for fun and blah blah. But then not having a timeline. Sometimes can like shoot you in the foot so like some people they'll have and this is not any shade i promise y'all they'll have like shade. it's not they'll have like a retail job but they'll be like oh well, i, I want to work in it but they like wait till they're like 28 or 29 to like go back to school and it's like right. so when do you want to get married oh when i'm 30 so it's like oh so you want to get married while you're in school and start having kids as soon as you graduate so now you're not gonna have enough money like it's like you still have to somewhat plan things out to make it realistic for the life that you actually want. That wasn't shade. No, I don't even know anybody that that situation fits for. Me either. No, I, <laughs> I was about to say, I tried to be as general as possible. but uh, I mean, I can agree. I, I think we're extreme, though. Well, I am. I'm extreme. Uh, okay, I can see that for you. Uh, I'm extreme. I don't think I'm that extreme, to I be am. honest. I could care less about chilling. Like, I'm trying to stack my money. Well, yeah. Okay? Yeah. That is all I... And that's terrible. My shmoney. That's <laughs> all I care about right now in climbing my ladder of success. So, I feel like for myself, I have to live a little bit more because mm-hmm. I'm obsessed about my career to the point where I'll probably drive myself crazy. And see, for me, I don't think that's all... I care about because I realize like I can't keep for example like a relationship I'm not I'm not realistically I'm not gonna put it off till I'm 35 because I just that's not really what I want and so I think you have I had well I have to realize that it's not all about money even though like you said I am stacking my money but there are other things to focus on 
and to just be proactive about in the realistic planning of your life. It's not all about money. No. I mean, it, it it it's partially about it, but not all about it. That's my focus right now. <laughs> Cause like I just try to I try to live like I'm a millionaire, and so like what would I do if I was a trust fund baby and I money didn't matter? Living my freaking life <laughs> to the fullest, <laughs> and so that's what I try to do, and like so but like we don't that's have, you don't have money though. I have money. But I don't have trust fund money. Uh, okay. <laughs> so what you're doing now versus what you'd be doing at a trust fund is different, wouldn't you say? In a way, but I still, my but my thinking is, is I enjoy my job. And so realistically, I would do my job for free if I had a trust fund. And so I think it's important to not just be miserable all of your life and to actually live with purpose and make sure that when you're 85, you're not saying, oh, I'm not really leaving anything behind. What do people remember me for? Like, I actually... For being a console. Yeah, but I want to be more than just a console. I want to with... I want to die with money. <laughs> I don't want to die with money. I want my... I want to die with my grandkids have money. That's so deep. <laughs> I want them to have trust funds. That is so <laughs> So that they can live life to the fullest for real like that's what I want and so I just feel like if you really do what you care about the money will come but if you're miserable because like there are plenty of people that are miserable and have money and so it's like I still want to be happy in whatever I'm doing while I stack my money well I agree I mean it's not all about the money I just think my career right now is my focus Mm because I feel like that's a controllable factor in my life yeah, you guess, but you gotta still work with the uncontrollables too. I'm living, so obviously I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm here. Embrace the uncontrollables. I don't have to do that, but <laughs> I can live my life and deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna say like you was talking about being successful because mm-hmm. I feel like I want to put this out there. You are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. Period. Everyone mm-hmm. be like, nah. Period. I think to a degree. Period. There's elements of that person. Okay, yeah, that that's is what you. I'm saying. Like, I'm not gonna say they all you, right. but something in them is you, and that yeah. can be a good quality or bad. Okay, Let's that be clear. That's why I said, yeah, I agree with that to a degree. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, if you're around miserable people, you you got some miserable. miserable stuff up in you. You yeah. may not be as miserable, but you have some of them same feelings mm-hmm. or thoughts, and it's the same the same when it comes to like goals or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're around people who don't have goals or plans, mm-hmm. then you're likely to mirror some of their behavior. I mean, it is what it is. One thing I read that I think is true, you are the most like, I think, we talked about this, I think, the yeah. three people you hang out with the, the most. The most, yeah. They're a reflection of you. They are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody says. And that's why I try to spend time with people that are doing better than me. Not only because, well, one, because it inspires me, but two, because... They only gonna lift me up as they grow Pretty because sure. they gonna share with me the things that they learned along the way, and they're gonna pull me up with them. So I need to be surrounded by people that are in one shape, way or form better than me. Like I feel like in your career, you're a step above me, and that's why I hang out with you. It's like I'm just playing. <laughs> Y'all should see our face like this. <laughs> Career wise, I'm a step higher. Well, I think because like I went to grad school, and so you were already got started on your career while I was still in school. True, and you know, yeah. for my feel is not necessary, so right. I think that's part of it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think about some of my closest friends, mm-hmm. male and female, mm-hmm. and they are like doing like we're bossing out right now. Everyone right. is in their career field. Mm-hmm. They have goals. Right. We're accomplishing. And I'm not bragging, but thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But it's just saying that, like, I feel like a part of that is recognizing your circle and realizing that maybe for some people they need to phase out. That don't mean you can't talk to them no more, but, like, maybe you shouldn't hang around them so much. much. Yeah, and for me it's even, like, spiritually. I want to be around people that are more spiritually lifted than me. So they may not be in the perfect career. They may not have the most money, but they may inspire to be more spiritually lifted and be more informed about 
different beliefs and you know form my beliefs even more so it's like in all aspects i feel like it's always good to have those people that you aspire to be more like because they can only bring you up why you look at me like that the spiritual thing knocked me off guard why it just knocked me off guard (laughs) oh so this is what we said we were gonna come back to earlier so this is the girl code thing that i did not code A human code, okay. Human code that I thought only existed for men. No. So, um, my friend, she was, this is, eh, it's fine, whatever. She was in the bathroom and someone was in the stall, like, right next to her. And she was, like, after she left the bathroom, she was complaining about it. I was like, well, what's that to complain about? She was like, all the other stalls are empty. Why would she go to the one right next to me? I was like, I thought that was only a rule. Sorry, guys. That was my father, who I'm going to call back later. I was like, I thought that was only a rule for dudes, because, like, you know, they're not necessarily in a stall. They may be at the urinals. So, for them, it would be weird to go to the one right next to them. But I never even thought about that for women, because I'm, like, I'm a creature of habit. When I go to the bathroom, I go to the third stall. I use the first sink. Like, that's what I do every time. But after she said that, it made me, like, paranoid. So, like, now if I go in the bathroom and someone is in the third stall, I'm like, uh, where do I go? So then I have to go to stall one. Right, but it, like, messes me up. It stops. It's really not that serious. But I never knew this was a rule. Like, people would be in the second and fourth stall, and I'm still going to the third stall because that's just what I did. No. I never knew that was a rule. You don't want space? For what? I ain't about to be in there all day. That's not the point. It's, a, it's the same with the urinal. They ain't gonna be peeing all day either. But it's a at the urinal. It's not a wall between y'all. I'm it's, in a first whole of all, store. it ain't a wall. It is just like hard plastic <laughs> between y'all two. Second of all, it's like I don't like going to the bathroom. Other people in the bathroom pee because I don't want to hear them pee, <laughs> fart, <Ew. their> stomach <laughs> gurgle, <laughs> like any noise that can happen while they're going to the bathroom. I don't want to hear. it. So, the further you are away from me, the better. You just don't need someone right beside you. I never knew that That's why I said that's human code. Today, me and my coworker went into the bathroom at the same time. She went to the second stall. Automatically, my eyes is on the fourth or over. Nope, I will go I'm not going to, to the, the stall right next to you. That's awkward. Especially when I go with a friend. I'm going to the one right next to you because I'm probably talking to you. You can hear me if a stall is in between us. No, because then what if somebody else come in the bathroom and go in the one in between us? Then we can't then we talk. stop conversation anyway no. because depending on who the third person is, would you really keep talking? You don't know that person. Depending on what you're talking about. If they not in the stall between us, yeah, I'm going to keep talking. Well, that's just ghetto. <laughs> so there you go. So you're ghetto and you don't follow human code. I never knew this was human code. No one ever told this to me until recently. And now I'm like extra paranoid I about it. I just don't know anyone... Who doesn't like, who just goes to a stall right next, unless the bathroom is like totally full and you have to. I don't understand why you wouldn't space it out. I didn't, I didn't know. I don't want to be close to anyone when I pee. I didn't know it was a rule. I learned, I want to know if there's, I feel like there has to be another woman out there that didn't know this was a rule. I'm I'm sure there's always an exception to (laughs) the rule. So I'm sure that that's the case. But I just think it's gross. I don't even like public bathrooms. I'd rather hold it. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Well, guys. I'd rather pee outside than in a public bathroom. Really? I swear. What in the world? I have done that before. I hate peeing outside. I do too, but I'd rather pee outside. I feel outside. like it's so cumbersome for women. It's not fun. I would explain this to my male friends. First of all, we don't pee. Well, I don't pee straight. I don't. I don't know. Anything. Nobody does. You can squat as much as you want. That pee trail off <laughs> to the left or right. It's gonna hit your foot, hit your leg. It's gross. It's usually warm, and you don't want your leg. You don't want to smell like pee. Oh my god. I mean, if you like me, I have tissue in my car, so I usually have something to wipe. Yeah, I but keep sometimes tissue you don't have a car. situation where you can wipe. So like. Guys, they can, like, flick it real quick and put it away. Right. Girls, you can't flick it. It ain't nothing to flick. <laughs> it's so cumbersome. So you gotta, like, dribble hop to try to get... Dribble hop, Lord Get the pee off of you so you can, like, 
but I still rather do that than a public. No, I rather give me a public bathroom. Are gross. I, everything mm-hmm. about them, like I. The reason why I'll have to wear diapers when I'm 70 is because I hold my pee too long. Because I don't want to pee in any public bathroom. So I'll probably... That's the first thing I do when I get to work. I feel like my boss know that I drop my stuff off at my desk. Well, I, I do pee first at work because the toilet seats are the fresh, freshest. So <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why I pee early. Because no one's in there. Like, all the seats are up. It smells yeah. like bleach. It does. Like, that's the That's how I, I know I'm, go. like, first in the bathroom because all the toilet seats still and be that's up. that's the only time I'll go. If I gotta go midday, it's because I really, really have to go. And then I'm, like, squatting over the... T- like, I don't like public... I, I don't like I don't it. Mind. I don't want to do it. And... Here's the thing, and maybe this is just me. I don't like to sit, so I squat or mm-hmm. use the paper thing. The paper things are trash. Like but the paper things, they are never annoying. stay together. They'd be fa- they they don't gotta, cover the whole toilet. You had to pee so bad, and you trying to get the paper thing the out. The be ripping, and you like pee on yourself like, trying to get the paper. Whoever thing out. created those is trash because they never cover the whole toilet. Like literally, you'd be better off just. Getting all the toilet paper and covering the whole seat because those things never cover the whole seat. They rip when I sit down because I got a big well, you gotta butt. Say you have a big fan. The you things rip, rip as rip soon as I down. sat down. Like I hate but those I really, things. I don't have a butt, so maybe that's why. <laughs> it's so annoying. But it's annoying when you have to pee really bad and you can't get it off. I hate those things. And so bad. today I had on a dress with tights and I didn't feel like messing with the toilet seat, so I squatted. Not ideal to do in tight. <laughs> I was about to say that. Because then you like, because re- it's like resistance. And that's you're doing an exercise, basically. That was kind of painful. <laughs> and it was a long piece. Oh my God. I was like squatting. You guys are learning so much about this. Resistant bands. <laughs> I'm like damn near holding them to the wall. So I don't fall in the toilet. You were working saying, out. You had, a, you had a midday workout. When you have tights. Take the time to use the paper. <laughs> it's just a lot more helpful. That's so funny. Are there any other bathroom etiquette things that I'm missing? I wonder. How about wash your hands? Oh, well, no, I do something. that. Shoot. Mm-mm, that's nasty. Let me tell you and I feel like some of our counterparts don't wash their hands as long as they should. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Y'all can go on. My, um, you guys can Should they wrote on. a blog about it? I did. Because it was a certain individual who, um, very glamorous, very put together, who did not wash their hands, it appalled me. It happened again, like, a week ago, and so my thought was, So you just dirty. <laughs> right, I could have said, oh, maybe she's in a rush or something. No, but I don't care so much you I don't work. know. In my mind, I'm thinking, maybe there was some sort of reason. But then it happened again, and it's mm-hmm. like, there's no reason. Mm-hmm. You just don't wash your hands. I, and I like, like I don't even think about me, it. I go straight to the sink. But what's insulting to me is, like, I would think if I'm if I want to be like that, be like I would be like that in private. Like if someone else is in a bathroom, I'm, I'm like, a, all right, let me I'm wash a, my hands because yeah. I don't want them to think that I'm, I'm that dirty, way, right? right? Yeah. But the fact where it's like, Psh, I don't care, <laughs> I'm sprinkling water on my hands and leaving. <laughs> I'm going to smile at you while I do it. <laughs> like, does your um bathroom at work have like motion sensored paper towels or sink? The sink is the paper towels you just pull. Yeah. I I was like, because I noticed at my old job, the sink, like the faucet was motion censored, but the paper towel wasn't. And at my new job, the sink isn't motion censored, but the paper towel isn't. I'm like, is it like they got a budget, so they got to choose one and can't have both? Because that's a super random <laughs> I know, but I was just like, hmm, which one would I really rather? And I think I'd rather have the motion censored faucet. Because I'm just thinking about how many people touch that faucet as soon as they leave the bathroom. Oh, random conversation episode is getting too random. <laughs> You're literally doing. I really do be thinking about that. Would you rather question? Yep. We faucet did, or paper towel? We needed one today. Would y'all rather oh have a motion censored faucet or a motion censored uh, paper towel dispenser? Let us know. Don't don't let us know. <laughs> do not let us know. Do not. Do not. This is the one time. Do not call me an answer for that. <laughs> Completely ignore that. Let me know. 
It doesn't matter what you prefer. <laughs> Wash your hands regardless. Well, yes, I agree with that. Are we finished or are we done? We are done. Okay. So, good night, everyone. Don't forget, subscribe to our... Oh, the holiday giveaway. This is the perfect oh, time to freaking sticks. talk about this. Yes, my bad, y'all. So, we not finished nope, or done. Nope, neither one. So, guys, we have a holiday giveaway going on. And so, you have to do three simple things. And we're going to pick some people to get a gift. Um, You have until the 15th to follow the instructions. So, okay. the rules are... You need to... Like us on Facebook, mm -hmm. Good Girls Haven Valley. You need to comment, what do you love about us? Yes. And then three, subscribe to our website. Yep. And let's be clear, <clears throat> if you unlike us, you're disqualified. <laughs> like, you don't get to like it and then unlike it and mm -mm. think you're still in the drawing. We're going to We'll be paying attention. Yep. So, you have from now to the 15th, we're going to, depending on how many people participate, we can have more than one winner. Yes. And you'll get the Good Girls Behaving Badly prize pack. Yes. You have nothing to lose. Nope. Honestly. And it, like, you can do all of it in a minute's time for a while. I don't even say 30 seconds yep. if you're a fast type. You don't got to be no long comment. Nope. It can be like, y'all cool. Yeah. Love or, the show. I love motion censored faucets. I, if you put that, you're disqualified. <laughs> if you put that, you're disqualified. <laughs> you will not win. <laughs> but that's going I'll on. I sent you one anyway. No. That's going on. So please participate. Yes, please, please, please. Um, we want to give stuff out. Yeah. We have season. stuff to give you for free so don't be foolish right get now, this free stuff are we finished or are we done we're finished okay <laughs> so don't forget subscribe to the blog follow us on instagram like us on facebook and um thank you for listening to the show thank you for participating in the giveaway for hopefully um and this is good girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week good night <laughs>